Hi, I am Rachel. I am a mother of two energetic boys. I have a wonderful fiance. Um, he takes care of all of us. And, uh, you know, I feel like in order to understand where I'm coming from, I must start at the age of 25. I want to tell my story because I believe I have a story to tell. I believe everybody has a story to tell. It's just for me, I get all the words in my head and have a hard time saying it out loud. I want to tell you about the title of my podcast called Beautiful Reasons. I first entered Narcotics Anonymous at the age of 25. I had some health issues four years prior that led me down a road of addiction. A nasty, horrible place to be in if you're an addict. And I, I also I want to start here because I want not only addicts to find hope and maybe to to know that there is somebody and there is not just me but many 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 others who understand what it is. I entered Narcotics Anonymous. I walked through that door. I met a lot of nice people. We sat down around a table, drank really horrible coffee with no French creamer. French vanilla creamer, sorry. I'm a little nervous. Hardly any sugar. Old worn out NA books. And I just quietly listened. And I made sure that I was the last person because I wanted to hear what everybody else had to say. Because at the time, I did not know what an addict really was. I knew I was one, but I wanted to hear it from other people. The circumstances are different. There are stories worse than others, but it's all circled around a chemical that we ingest to make us feel better. When it was my turn, I told everybody that this is new for me and I'm scared and I'm nervous and I'm not here for me. And I hear a lot of people say that they're here for them. At the time of the, in that very moment, I hated myself. I was ashamed. I'm a mother. I felt like I didn't even deserve to have them in my life, to have my children in my life, to have the man that I had in my life. I did not deserve it. So I told everybody, I am not here for me. I am here for my children and my man. And that's all I remember really saying. After the meeting closed up with a prayer 
of those who struggle with addiction and the children caught in the crossfire. I was stopped by a lady. And she looked at me and she corrected me. And she said, you're supposed to be here for you. And I looked at her and I said, right now, I hate myself. I would not be here unless I had a reason to be here. If it was just me alone in the world with no one to care about me, no one needing me, no one depending on me, then I would not be in that room, sitting in that chair. So I was kind of really upset. The meeting went pretty good up until the end. I'm like, how dare this woman correct me? She, I am here. That's, that, that's, that's good. Anybody that walks in that room is admitting they have a problem. That something so small, size of a Tic Tac, can kick your ass. And it does. It will eventually if you haven't hit that point yet. It will. There's a price to be paid for fun and games. But anyway, back to my story. I got out to the car and I sat there. And I thought to myself, wow, I have three beautiful reasons to be the best person I can be, to do what is right, and to try to stay clean. As you will soon find out later on, I did not stay clean. But the expression that I came up with, and I wrote a poem about it, and I lost the poem, was very fitting in my circumstances, in my life. I've dealt with, I have felt, I've dealt with self-esteem issues, self-worth issues. I have, that question popped in my head, oh man, I'm never going to recover from this disease, this addiction. I'm better off dead than alive. And to say that to yourself and to, for me to say that to myself is giving God, our Lord and Savior, the finger. I hope that does not offend anybody, but that's just how disrespectful it is to me to, to say that, to think that. I just want to start from that point. I really hope that my words can help people. I have no other outlet to really speak and help those who are struggling. And I'm really, I really believe that there are a lot of moms out there like me that, that feel like they need, that they're in physical pain and that the only way they can get up and get the laundry done is to take more than prescribed of a pain pill, pain medication so that they can 
feel okay enough to go and get stuff done for their family. And that's all I want. I want to reach out to the moms out there who are struggling with addiction, who are trying to hide it and trying to keep up good appearances and, 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 and trying to do the right thing. Even though they feel that they are doing the wrong thing, even though that they know they're doing the wrong thing, that's no feeling about it. They know it. That they're desperate and they need help and they're afraid to tell their spouse or to tell their mother or to even tell their children if they're old enough to understand. But there is hope. And I'm not one to push God on anybody because there's one thing God can't do, and I really want people to, to understand this, God can't make you love him. He can't make you turn to him. You have to do that on your own. And there's no right or wrong way about it. There is hope. But Here's what trips people, trips a lot of people up is no power on this planet can ever complete you, ever make you feel like you're okay. And in my life and what I have lived through and what I have endured and what I have tried to cover up my whole life. led me to that point of addiction. What I had to understand was I couldn't do it on my own. I couldn't, no doctor can heal me. There's no medication that can help you. And is some, some addicts who are in recovery and been in recovery a long time have a problem that I have, I'm sorry, that, that I have talked to have a problem with just taking Tylenol because it reminds them of the time that they were popping all them pills. So, Well, what you have to understand is that God, Jesus, he is the one. And I don't want to turn people off. I don't. But just hear me out. He's very real to me. He's very real to other people. He is, it's as if you, he's real and he's standing in the room. You can't see him, but you can feel him. He's very real. And you just got to give him a chance. God has needs too. I believe that. He wants his children to love him. 
But if you're a normal, if you are normal in a thinking where if someone loves you, they will show you and they'll be there and they'll tell you. God doesn't, a normal person does not want uh, their, their, uh, a person, another person to, you know, you don't want to force that person to love you because that's not love. That's abuse. That's another podcast for another day, but, um, I'm stuttering. I believe I've gotten off topic topic a couple of times and I'm really, really sorry. I will get better on that, but this is after all my first podcast. Um, So that's where my beautiful reasons come. That's where I got that from. And I believe uh, that our children, our, our, our children, especially our children, are our beautiful reasons. For mothers out there and dads out there who battle addiction, we want to be the best we can be. And uh, no amount of booze or pills will make you a better person. It'll just make you feel good for 15 minutes and then you feel guilt and then you get sick. And I have uh, spent my share of times uh, hovering over a toilet. So, um, I hope I get some listeners. One would make me happy. Um, But to anyone that listens to this, just take a moment and pray about your situation, whether you're an addict or whether you're related to an addict that's, that's having a negative effect in your life. Whether, I don't care if you're an atheist, I don't care if you're gay, I don't care if you're, you know, believe a different religion, um, Just take a moment, close your eyes, and just say, help me. There's no right or wrong way to pray. God does not want a cookie cutter prayer. He wants you, you, yourself, speaking from your heart. And he is a, he, 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 he's willing to listen to cries and frustration and yelling and screaming. I mean, you go outside and you see the stars and you just talk to him. But, you know, for some people that I've met in my meetings I attend, um, just have a hard time just praying because they think there's just some sort of, uh, you know, way to do it. There's only one way to do it. No, 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 no. Please don't believe that. It's not hard to pray. And the more you pray, the better it will get, I promise. And then you'll slowly start maybe reading the Bible or you'll go to church and you'll ask questions to your pastor. That's why they're there. God loves us all. And I truly believe that. And 
I am going to go ahead and end this podcast. I, I hope it will help people. I, that's my goal. That's my one and only goal. We all have a story to tell. And it's kind of cool that the podcast gives us that opportunity that these strangers from all over the world can listen to us. It's wonderful. So I will end this podcast. I hope everybody has a good night. We all deserve a a good night's sleep. Hope our bellies are full. And God bless you all. God bless. Good night.